So anyway, I'm talking to my friend. She's anonymous, my anonymous crypto trader friend. And we're just talking about Bitcoin and cryptos. And we're, I'm kind of making the argument that I think it's better to just keep some Bitcoin and not trade around too much. Um, it's good to experiment with the alts, but don't trade out all your Bitcoin for it. I think it's good to s s keep that store of wealth and not touch it. What do you think? And by the way, you can call me Batia Basil. That's my uh, pen name or whatever. Batia Basil. There's a name. Batia Basil. Batia. So, How about, uh, you know what? How about Betty Basil? Nah. Okay. So anyway, um, so here's my thought. My thought on the crypto world is this. I'm going to get right into what I think is really controversial. Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin at this juncture is the grandfather crypto. And it's a trailblazer. But I don't think it's going to sustain. Because I really believe that these other cryptos are learning, have like seen the learning curve. Since Bitcoin is the trailblazer, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like the CEO that they're trying to knock off, you know, just like, we're going to take over the company now. Get out of the way, old man, you know, maybe. Well, and they're also going, you screwed up here, there, and, and there. Like, you didn't get energy efficiency right. Uh, actually, I think that there are... Um, a lot of people looking into how to mine Bitcoin in a more environmental savvy way. You look that up, Wait. But it isn't built into the infrastructure the way what I'm hearing about Stellar, what I'm hearing about what's the other one that's really Oh, it, it's Algorand. Algorand considered really clean. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know enough about. I, I, and they're using a fraction of the energy, you know, and their rates are a lot lower for. But you know what? I heard that they're getting like, um, I think in like um, El Salvador or somewhere in South or Central America, I think they're getting some kind of energy from volcanoes or something, you know. Um, Hold on, I have to look that up. Volcano mining for Bitcoin. I, I heard something about this. El Salvador plans to build a Bitcoin city at the base of a volcano with the cryptocurrency used to fund the project. So um, what I kind of think is that oh, it's called Conchagua Volcano. What I think is that if a whole country like El Salvador and possibly Paraguay now are saying we're going to use Bitcoin as our currency. Um, that's pretty bullish to me that a whole country is taking. Like even if they, even if they go okay down the line, maybe we'll try Algorand and this and that. The fact of the matter is, there's there's like women that are like setting up like fruit stands and taking payment in Satoshi now, you know. And that in itself is pretty amazing if you think about it, you know. Um, well, I kind of heard a similar comparison about 
speller being used in different African nations. Yeah. That guy, Akon. Akon is uh, in Senegal, I think, right? But I think, isn't he making like his own coin or something? He actually told BitBoy, he said, I'm selling all my Bitcoin for Stellar. Really? Wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it says BitBoy interviews. I didn't know about that, that he that he was interviewed by BitBoy. That's very interesting. I will check that out. Oh, you have to watch that. Because in that video, BitBoy says, oh, we just trashed Stellar last week or something. And he's like, man, if you were living in Africa and you saw what Stellar was doing... Yeah. So I guess it's in action there too, see? Yeah. Well, and for us, that's what's interesting being in America. We're living in the theoretical world of when crypto does X, Y, and Z, and these people are seeing crypto. But then well. but then you gotta go, well, why is El Salvador adopting Bitcoin? They could have they could have adopted any other cryptocurrency. They chose Bitcoin. So there's certain reasons for the use cases and um, a lot of people go, oh, well, Bitcoin's too big. I don't want to. But the thing is, people are people are using it at a Satoshi level now. So a Satoshi is more like, you know, ch- at least change, right? right? So, and I heard something about Paraguay, possibly. You know, I think it's all fine. You know, all the cryptos, all the Bitcoins. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good because it's, if you want to talk about environmental damage, look at what the fiat system is. The fiat indirectly system through the wars and, and, and you know, I mean, just the way that the infrastructure is set up around fiat and corruption. I think that a lot of environment, I think the environment would can only get better under crypto, to be honest, you know. <laughs> Well, that's why when I heard that Warren Buffett thing tonight, I'm like, you're, you're, he's like talking about extortionists and charlatans. And you're like, come on, it's just not like, used for ca- yeah, cash. Like, what did the U.S. currency do? Really? What? We've been so oh, God. and upstanding. All these fucking... Um... Wow. All these fucking, like, rich guys, these billionaires, that, besides Elon Musk, you know, they all think that they, because they've been billionaires for ages, or maybe millionaires at least. Well, yeah, he's definitely a billionaire. But um, they think that, be, like, they made their money in different ways, though. Like, like Coca-Cola stocks and shit. It's just a whole other world now, so they can't wrap their head around the the Bitcoin thing. And you know what? They don't want to because a lot of these people from the old system, the old system's dying and they don't want to face that. I mean, that fucking Kramer guy on, um, he does like the, he, he, he gives all the bad stock information on, uh, you know, he, he was at first into Bitcoin, you know, now he's saying, now he's also one of those people that you have to take the vaccine or blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, and all his fucking financial information is bad. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, a lot, so many of these guys, even like like Mark Cuban has warmed up to um, crypto, but I just remember like a few years ago, he was like ripping on it, you know? And then I remember he ripped on it, and then one time he tweeted that he th- thinks 
you you should invest like 10% of your portfolio in Bitcoin. And I was like, you know how you just see certain people come around, but they act like they always thought like that? Like, that's what I kind of feel like Mark Cuban. Like, I like Mark Cuban, but he reminds me of that certain type of person who just acts like he's always been on some trip that he hasn't, you know, like... Oh yeah, I always knew that was the Instead right. Of being integrated, right? Instead of going, oh yeah, I didn't. Would be more sincere if you were to say, you know, I used to be skeptical. Yeah, I mean, you know what? As a business person, you got to be skeptical a lot because there's so many new ideas out there. But a lot, right? You know, I think uh, the other Shark Tank guy, Kevin O'Leary, he's gotten bullish on Bitcoin, probably, and or I think it was Bitcoin. I could look it up, but I think he's gotten bullish on cryptos in general. You know, and it's just like. You know that somebody's like, um, at this point, if they're not at least a little bit like bullish on it, they're not really operating on a full tank. What I think is kind of interesting is, um, do you know, um, Peter Schiff is like, he's this total gold bug that's like so pro gold and so thinks that, you know, this crypto stuff's not going to last. And he gets into all these confrontations online with like, sailor and and pomp and all these people but what's funny is his son agrees with the other guys so he's kind of like having these like arguments online and then his son will come and chime in because his son's a, a bitcoin guy you know it's just really funny to see this it's almost like being at someone's thanksgiving dinner or something and they start arguing about it you know and it's just kind of funny they're kind of ribbon it's kind of good natured actually and i think it's funny you know but but these guys that are older, they just don't, they don't have the capacity to, to, um, I mean, and not, some of them do. I think they don't have a vested interest because what they're seeing is if this is a shift, a whole shift of modalities for, for money and currency, this puts them in a vulnerable position. And, and you know what, and the last to be honest, thing they want to do is expose nature of the fiat currency of well, the U.S. Dollar. And you know what? If I was an 80-year-old billionaire, maybe the last yeah. thing I would want to spend my time on is figuring out crypto. I mean, it's not like he okay. needs to. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like these people but need to... What would be nice is if he said, hey, you know what? I've had my day in the sun. The yeah. method of currency, it was this. Yeah. But, you know, life is going to go on and there could be... It would be more humble. If he said, but, you know, there could be a new cycle, a new method, and a new system. And even though it's a new system, it still has the same or similar premise. I, I, I would like to learn about it more. Just be fucking open. You yeah. have to say, either, either say I'm open to hearing about it, exploring it. But when you're so... When you're so sure, when it's like, dude, MIT is fucking studying cryptocurrency. Yeah. All the fucking Ivy League schools are studying crypto. Yeah. Seriously? You're an idiot and put your head in the sand? Is that the mindset I mean, that brought you? You got to kind of be stupid. You got to kind of be stupid to look at what's going on and deny that, like, the government really is burning money. They really are. I mean, it's the same way when they say. That that we're that you know people have lost a certain amount of Bitcoin or something, and so it's just so the Bitcoin you know. But the thing with the currency, the American currency, 
they're just cre- it's it's actually what I mean is that it's like the opposite of Bitcoin because how Bitcoin has a limit the twenty one billion right there's no limit to how much they it's can scarcity. print up yeah. and we've seen this in Zimbabwe we've seen this in so many countries where they just keep on printing the money and that's what's happening and the dollar oh I know you know what I saw that was so I, you know what I don't even get pissed about it anymore I just it's just so inevitable like no but you know what I, I used to get pissed at the way the government you're right that this system is the inflationary system you know what bitcoin is Deep. Yeah. Like, check out, you know what I saw? I think it was Robert Breedlove that was talking. I forget who he was talking He's to. really good. Yeah, Robert they, Breedlove. And they were figuring out what the average cost of, like, a house would be. And it, like, goes down. It's like, yeah. you think of, like, a million-dollar house goes down to, like, 200000 because we get back to sanity again. It's like, oh, yeah. my God, like, in the future. Think like you know the other day I'm looking at a million dollars and I'm thinking if I got a million dollars worth of crypto and I still don't know what the tax laws are so I don't know if it's 50 or yeah. 20% I don't know what I have to shave off right yeah thinking you're such a good law abiding citizen and I'm like <laughs> I'm not going to be able to retire if I got if I had a million dollars I think you would make it happen, though. Well, it's all, it all depends. Like, if you, if you had a million dollars and you were teaching and things were just kind of going smoothly, you might hold on to your job. But, like, I think it would ensure, I think in a way it might ensure you against, like, the stuff you were going through last year where people were really putting you through the ringer. Because you'd be like, I don't have to deal with this anymore. You know what I mean? So... Okay, let's say, for example, I want to live on $60,000 a year, right? Yeah. I want to live on $60,000 a year. And again, I have to figure out what the... You but the thing is, if, you're, if, you're make, if you have that much in uh, Bitcoin and crypto, then you get money back from just lending it out at that point. You know, like, like on BlockFi, how you get a certain... Or, or Nexo, you get, you know, money back if you have that much. You probably have enough to live on just from that if you had a million dollars, you know. It might not be – I mean, you might, like, do some tutoring too, you know. I'm just saying I don't think you would be staying in a – I don't think you would, like, be, be – persevering through a miserable situation if you had a million dollars in the bank. I guess you're right. I mean, well... I, I, mean, I know I sure wouldn't be. I don't... Well, well I wouldn't be if I have $10,000 in the bank. But you're also assuming that I'm going to have a million dollars clear. No. Let's assume it's like 500000 Yeah. Right? Or maybe on the upside, what, 700000 I mean, I don't know... But you know what? what Life is short and mental health is important. My thing is, like, if I don't have to stay in a situation that's not bringing me happiness, I'm not going to do it. If I don't have to. And if you have that much, I don't think you have to. You know? Uh-huh. You could always go join your brother in Mexico City, right? Pay 200 bucks a month. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... Uh-huh. You know, a lot of people, 
you know, keep their jobs out of duty and then they're, you know, it's just, it's, you know, you're like so old at the end of it. That's what I'm afraid of, you know. And that's why I want to see you be able to retire, you know, because you still have a lot of years in you to do things you want to do, you know. But anyway, so have you been watching Cryptos R Us? He was talking about. Yeah, I got a little. I got a little annoyed with him. Why? I still think he's smart, and I still think he knows his shit. But he doesn't talk about Stellar, and that really bugs me. And I feel like he's he's doing it out of pride because I think he knows that he's dead wrong about Stellar. Well, how do you know he hasn't talked about it though? Because a few weeks ago, before the Congress was interviewing. Danelle Dixon, I think Danelle Dix, whatever her name is, the uh-huh. CEO of Stellar. Yeah. You know, there were only six different crypto companies that were in front of the Congress last week. So not many of them, right? Yeah, and you know, way, I don't think it has anything to do with him being prideful or anything, though. I think he just has his favorites. He really likes Avalanche. He likes a lot of the things that are, like, newer, you know, and a lot of DeFi and a lot of... He's really into the gaming stuff, I think, too. And a lot of the people that really know shit, they really think that the gaming coins are going to make a lot more money. So I don't... I don't think that he's, like, purposely, like, avoiding XLM. I'm sure, you know... I'm sure maybe he maybe he thinks it's at a... Uh, maybe it's not, like, the most important thing to talk about right now, you know? Right. I don't know. Anyway, what else? And what else? Um, But but the point was, was that he should have said, because here he is, this daily, twice daily crypto guy. Yeah. I feel like to be responsible, it would have been, or or, or informative, not even responsible, but informative, because that's his job, to even recognize that, you know, there was the day at Congress. He didn't talk about it. Well, why don't you ask him? About, I don't know. Send him a little I mean, note. Maybe I will at some point now that you say it. Yeah. Maybe I will. But the thing is, is that I don't watch him live. I always watch his shows after. Uh-huh. You know what? Over my break, maybe I'll try to get a live moment. And in that moment, if I can see him live, I will. That's a good point. Because it's like, dude, how do you not talk about the fact that you know, there was a conference in Congress over the cryptocurrency, and out of the six companies, Stellar was one of them. Like, that's a big deal. That's not a, a little nothing. And by the way, she's also spoken, what's his name, to Powell, the Federal Reserve guy. So that's why, look, that's why I feel like Stellar's got a good shot, because even the Federal Reserve is dealing with Stellar Lumens. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he never talks about it. It's like, yeah, he does but the other coins very well. Yeah. And I just think he's not that's all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There's so much to fucking cover when it comes to crypto. I mean... But he does cover it overall. I mean, he's a Well, but have you been listening to... But how do you... I mean, like, how do you even know that you... Like, the thing is, when he does these live streams, he goes from, like, coin to coin. Have you been listening to his whole live stream and you you just know that you're missing out on that? Well, 
put it this way, put it this way. What happened was there was one day and it was like one of, it was the day where I got to the point where I was like, I don't think I'm going to listen to him as much anymore. Really? He said, because somebody, but you know what? I don't think, I don't think, somebody mentioned seller and he goes, that's a nothing coin. And I thought, oh, don't say that to Susie. Well, but you know what though? I don't. A lot of people aren't talking that much about it. You think about it. I mean, is BitBoy talking about it? BitBoy's talking about XRP. Yeah, well, there was some kind of quote on one of those that said BitBoy, unless it was a Well, that's why you got to start your own channel. Oh, wow. Ten months ago, he said why Lumens can destroy XRP. See? But that was ten months ago, and he said in 2021. Who was that? Who was that? BitBoy? But that was like, that was like ten months ago. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You're going to really like this. Listen to this one. BitBoy just confirmed XLM will overtake Bitcoin. Ah! Wait, where, where did you get that? From what? On finance up. But you know what, though? Sometimes, I don't know. I feel like BitBoy is very sensational. And sometimes they'll just say things and you'll just be like, what? Stellar will hit 5,000 overnight. I mean, he said that like 10 months ago, so... I don't know. I just. Well, I bet you anything he said that after the Acon um, interview. Well, he just said it a day ago. Okay. Okay. I'll send you the link. It says just confirmed okay. XLM will. Over- I mean, I don't know. When I hear this stuff like, oh, it'll overtake Bitcoin. I don't know. I think it's a little bit of a stretch. But who knows? You know. I see. I don't. And I'll tell you why. The reason I believe Stellar has a very big chance of being way more successful long-term than Bitcoin mm-hmm. is because it's doing the cross payments. It's, it's oh, wait. Not hey, guess what? Energy. Guess what? The Ripple XRP CEO is live right now. The Ripple CEO? Yeah. But that's okay. We're, I'll, I'll, Jeremy, we're what more. you just sent me could be clickbait. That one, I don't know if that's, you know. Oh, really? I don't know. Maybe. Sometimes they're clickbait. Maybe, you know? maybe. I don't know. This whole shit is fucking. And a lot of people think you just keep it all in Bitcoin and you'll be all right, you know? I don't know. Who knows? I'm not going to. I'm kind of like a, I'm sort of a non-committalist. Yeah, let's, let's just That's why I'm not good with politics because Bitcoin is only a store of value. But Stellar's been doing more. They've been forging relationships with different governments. Different. But why do you? Companies. But why do you say that it's only a store of value when they're using it in different countries in the same way that you're talking about how they're going to use XLM? They're literally using it in El Salvador. For payments on like fruit stands, you know what I mean. They're using Satoshi. It's just they're not, you know, they're using little bits of it, of course. But but why? But why would you say that they're not using it? Well, what's interesting is, and you might. This is where, like, even Edward Snowden probably thinks that my idea of the currency is more corrupt because. And Bitcoin might be cleaner because Bitcoin hasn't gotten involved with the government. Because it's decentralized. 
Right. That's the whole argument of the maximalists, is they think that's the only thing that's decentralized. And and Stellar isn't going for decentralization. Yeah. Stellar is for working within the governments. So I think that what a lot of Bitcoin maxis think is, yeah, maybe in the short term, maybe that'll be good. But then uh, because of corruption, maybe in the long term, it might not be. But you corruption know? is always going to be, no matter what, whether it's in yeah, but the, hands. But with Bitcoin, it's, it's different people. because there's a, you know, it's decentralized. So there's not like a CEO that's right. going to, you know what I mean? It's, um, I don't know. I, I have to learn more. Well, I, you know, I've been in, I've known about Bitcoin since 2013. I first bought some in 2014. But all I know is that I don't know. Have you heard that song? All I know is that yeah, I don't wait, know wait, nothing. When you first bought Bitcoin, what um, price was it at? It was 400 and something. Wow. Wow. I bought like 0.18 for like $100. I, I, bought, I bought like a fifth. Or no. I bought like a fourth. I don't know. A fourth of a fifth for like $100. Wow. Have you ever heard that song? All I know is that I don't know nothing. Here, I'll play it for you real quick. It's not really your kind of music, but... All I know is that I don't know. All I know is that I don't know nothing. Like, Jeremy, if you hadn't touched that, right? And you just kept a fourth of that original Bitcoin for... You know, you bought at $100. You'd have like 20000 minimum. No, you'd have... I guess you'd have like eighteen thousand. Yeah, like but that. the thing is, it's like I so was. That would have taken a hundred dollars into a. That was a really good hundred dollar investment. You know what I mean? But the thing is, it's like okay. But the thing is, like a year later, it was up a little, but it wasn't up that much, right? Right. So then I like I think I put. You know what? I could actually go into my Coinbase and see what I was doing. Oh, that because was what what actually happened was, I got in. I I got my I I bought it while I was in India, and I could have fucking bought more than hundred dollars. I had more than that to spend at the time, you know, because I I just did. It's just like I could have fucking. I just I was, but it was like a kind of new, right? So I was kind of like taking my chances with it. So it's just. Hard to say sometimes, you know? But, um... Oh, but you should look. That would be a fascinating thing. Yeah, I was actually looking at it recently. Um, kind of cool. Let me see. I'm trying to, like... I'm trying to see if I can get it on the desktop here. Um, sign in. My This laptop has this new thing where it's sort of... It's sort of, like... Keeps all of your passwords under one password. It's weird. It like remind so you just have to sign in with this one password, and it remi- remembers all your old passwords. Let's see, four seven six eight seven zero six. So I can go all the way back to when I first bought Bitcoin, and I will show you. Hmm. But what happened also? Oh, I only have like I don't have very much in Coinbase anymore. I haven't really been using it. But um. So I'll click on Bitcoin. Go to my wallet. Let's see. 
Okay, I probably have a... Dude, I have so many freaking transactions on this. It's fucking crazy. The amount of times I just bounce it back and forth. <laughs> and that's what I thats what I mean. It's like, I should have begged, borrowed, and whatever to not have to fucking do that. But anyway, so on August 8th, 2014 was my first ever Bitcoin transaction. I bought 0.18... I bought 0.18, so almost a fifth of a Bitcoin, for $106. So I guess it must have been like around 500 500-something at the time then. Okay, okay. So then, I remember we were traveling around, after India, we were traveling around Southeast Asia, like with my brother. I remember talking to a guy from England about how he had a bunch of Bitcoin that he had lost and stuff like that. So I started thinking about it again, right? Yeah. So in December, it must have been less because I bought I bought $100 and I got 0.27 over a quarter of Bitcoin. So it must have been under 400 at that point. Uh, and then I bought another 100 a week later. Uh-huh. And another 100 and another 100. So I had like Wow, I, you know, wow, look at, wait, wait, look look at this one. On December 11th, I bought $300 worth. I got 0.651, right? So at that point in my account, I had probably more than I have now, you know, I I definitely, you know, wait. And then I bought 0.4 for 200, bought 0.2 for another 100. So I was buying it. I was buying it. But then... On December 20th, for whatever reason, oh, I sent, oh, okay, I sent about $10 worth. I was probably just trying to experiment. Oh, then I started selling my Bitcoin because I think, you know what? I think I thought I was all smart because it was up, right? So I started selling my Bitcoin. I'm like, look at this. I just made like 100 bucks, right? Uh... So, oh, look at this. On December 20th, I sold a whole Bitcoin for $439. But then, on December 23rd, I start buying it up again. $100, another $100. How many years exactly? Because December 23rd is next week. This is is seven years ago. Exactly seven years ago. then, then on wait, listen to this. Christmas Eve, I bought a whole yeah. Bitcoin for four hundred fifty-five dollars. Right. Wow. Then on Christmas, I bought myself a little Christmas present. So then I had two and a half Bitcoin, which I sold on January third for a thousand dollars. Oh, man. But then on January 6th, right before my birthday, <laughs> I bought 0.22 Bitcoin. Then I bought another Bitcoin. Then I bought another Bitcoin. <laughs> right? So then I have like two something Bitcoin. But then nine days later, I sell 2.5963 Bitcoin for $1,000. Like I couldn't just fucking leave it alone. You know what I mean? And that's the, that's the whole fucking problem. But I just, you know, it, it was such a new thing. I, I was like, 
I was kind of like, look at this, I'm making like money at it. But I, I wasn't, you know what I mean? Right. I would have made more money if I just kept it. Oh, sure. So that that's what I'm so I'm kind of applying that more towards like the stuff I have now, like quit just buying and selling it and just hold on to it. Oh, yeah. So imagine if you had two and a half, let's say you never touched it, you just kept the two and a half right now would be over a hundred thousand. Oh my god. You know? But the thing is it's like I didn't have a lot of money, so like, sometimes I would literally sell it because I needed no, the money. So that was, wait, wait, wait. So it was like $400 of Bitcoin back then? That yeah, it actually wouldn't even, to even you know, what? I, I don't know what happened. I just, I got to go back and find my wallet again. I'm so glad I can so look back on this. So. Spent, let's say, 800 wait, what did you spend? For so let's see. So we're then. back in January 15th. I sold... So, but then on the 16th, then on the 16th, I bought a half a Bitcoin for 200 bucks. Then on the 20th, I bought another half a Bitcoin. Then on the 20th, I bought another almost half. Then on the 20th, I bought another almost half. Wow, so I probably had like three or four maybe at one point. Then I bought more. Then I bought more. But then on March 4th, I sold a Bitcoin for $405. And then on March 4th, I sold another Bitcoin for $400. And then on March 4th, I sold another 0.9 Bitcoin. So I was like, look at me. I got like $1,200 from Bitcoin I just sold. Little did I know that Bitcoin would be worth over 100000 now. But then what happened was, I, then I was back in L.A., Right? I bought the car. So now we're in 2015, right? This is like around when I bought the car. And I started doing Uber, right? So then April 22nd, I bought one Bitcoin for 446. I bought another 0.21 for 100. And then on April 26th, another 100. And then I sold... $200 worth. I just kept buying and selling. Just incessantly, right? Buying and selling, buying and selling. Sold, oh my God, sold a whole Bitcoin on June 1st for $534. Then I was, I was probably going, look at me. I'm making some money on this. You know, I was renting at the, I was renting from Trina at the time, you know. Um, so sometimes I even needed rent money. Oh, look at this. I sold a Bitcoin on June 12th for $668. And I probably thought, wow, look at that. I just made a hundred bucks on that or whatever I made in June, right? Sold one on June 18th for $750. Probably thinking that I was so clever that I just, I, I just made a hundred dollars on that. Look at that. Look at me. I'm a big boy, you know. Mm. I made so many transactions. It's just so crazy how much I bought and sold Bitcoin. And now we're going into 2016, 
And then I think around 2016 is when I got Gemini. So, but dude, there's so many fucking transactions. It's just crazy. There's gotta, there's gotta be like a couple hundred transactions in here. I just, it's, it's so fucking crazy. How much I, like, so, you know, it's just, but all that, all those transactions taught me is that you gotta just fucking not buy and not sell so much. You gotta just sell, buy some shit and forget about that you even have it. And, and you know what? I did learn that. You know why? When I was working at Starbucks two years ago, I was buying Bitcoin and I was at a point where I didn't want to, I had to pay my car insurance and I had bought, I had bought like Bitcoin and I didn't have any more fiat left. So I went and I pawned my guitar so that I could pay for my car insurance, which probably isn't that smart. But it's because I was so fucking fed up with selling Bitcoin. I didn't want to sell my Bitcoin anymore. You know? But God, if I just... I mean, I almost wish I would have just like... Like had the couple Bitcoin in my Coinbase and go like, I'm just going to forget about this for a while. You know? Just leave this here. Forget about it. But what can you do, Right? So that's why a lot of people are looking for the thing that's going to, you know, 100x, 1,000, 100, you know. And I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know. But it really is interesting to go back and look at seven years ago when I was buying and selling this stuff like mad. <gasps> and I'll always keep my Coinbase account just, just because I have that history. So the very first day... What was the very first day that I ever bought Bitcoin? This is a, a test for you. Yeah, you, you should write, like, your Bitcoin, like, memoirs. <laughs> well, that's kind of what we're doing right now, just by talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Some guy was yelling, so come check out this video I put on there real quick. Okay. So, I'm, I'm, doing, a, I'm doing a podcast with Susie. We were talking about Bitcoin, and we were talking about when I was first buying and selling Bitcoin. There was actually a point where I had, like, over three Bitcoin. I didn't realize that. You brag it. Okay, Susie, I'm going to end it now, okay? We braggered over here, huh?